0: and welcome back to another episode of bedrock city presents uncanny universe podcast and on this week's episode we are talking about bodies 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 the new horror comedy thing from a24 and of course if you are concerned about spoilers don't worry we're going to get to that at the back end of the show we're going to go ahead and get this thing going hey everyone this is dylan and i'm michael uh, before we get to our reviews we always like to hit our news first so dylan what'd you find this week
1: all right so i got a few good ones um more dc drama you know we're back at it again oh we, um, we
0: i'm so- that's so irregular
1: no nah, not really this one's not too much of a surprise okay when i saw it coming but it is a uh in the form of cw so more warner brothers but um oh. we talked about a long time ago how next star which is like a big media company was yeah and the talks to uh publish do uh, not publish them to purchase them but um looks like it finally happened and uh, they have 75% of the controlling power now with Discovery, Paramount, Warner Brothers having 12.5%. Okay. I guess the others, it's like distributed amongst other little people, but um, they said, uh, they gave a little bit of a hint about what they want to do going forward. And they said, we plan to apply the same strict financial standards to operating the CW as we apply to our other businesses. So it seems like they're trying to Cut back on CW on CW
0: spending. Yeah. Okay. I mean that makes sense. There's not really any
1: DC shows left, so I'm not sure what that means exactly. But
0: I mean, what do they have? They have Flash, and uh... Flash is ending. Um, Oh right. They have Superman and Lois. I forgot that existed. Okay.
1: But maybe they'll just do cheaper like dramas. You know, things that don't have a a effects budget and stuff like that. I'm not sure
0: but did you see the other article about um nextar talking about mm-hmm, the a- no. the average age of the cw viewer oh no what is it 58
1: oh that's surprising
0: i know it was a, not not to horn in on your news but um i saw this article and i almost saved it but uh, yeah the re- uh, the reality according to nextar president and coo tom carter is that the average cw viewer is 58 years old which he thinks is why the broadcast network is also the lowest rated among all five since CW is home to such teen faves as Riverdale, all American and the flash news of his 50 something appeal elicited more than a few laughs online. Uh, So I think
1: I would, I feel like I disagree with that a little bit and that I'm not sure you could make things that are for an older audience and then it will suddenly get better because I feel like maybe those like the older audience is tuning in for they still like this. Uh, I
0: I think the vibe, thing, you know. I think the fifty-eight-year-olds like the thing—the teen shows that the teens don't like.
1: Yeah, like so Riverdale like isn't that...
0: for teens. Teens aren't watching Riverdale. I don't think. I mean, I could I be feel wrong. Like,
1: I feel like they were, but I I, I, I agree with you. I think, in general, it's like that's the brand you know
0: i I think it's like when an older person buys uh a quote-unquote sporty car like a pt cruiser when those came out they were really popular with old people because they looked young and sporty like meanwhile you know that's not young and sporty but anyway best of luck to them yeah i mean (laughs) so i mean that's yeah that's an interesting um development with uh with this so i guess we'll see what comes with uh
1: in the coming years, In the, what the com- CW yeah, looks sure. like, um, okay, so we got some more like business rights issues kind of thing here. Yeah. Uh, the we're talking about Hulk now, so okay. for those who don't know, the reason that MCU hasn't made a standalone Hulk movie is because they can't. Um, Universal has the rights, the distribution rights, the theatrical rights to that. Um, and apparently, this is like not confirmed, but someone dug up some file or whatever. And apparently the rumor is that um, Universal, it says Universal has agreed to d- distribute Marvel's film, The Incredible Hulk, and sequ- and sequels on a sense the same terms as that which Paramount was agreed. So they changed hands and it went to Universal from Paramount. But the, the part that people are interested in, is says, for an initial period of 15 years, commencing with the initial theatrical uh, exhibition of such picture, which is that Hulk film. And I think 15 years is up... Off- Next year. Okay. Which is crazy to think about that it's been that long since wow. incredible came out.
0: Um, We've been doing this for a long time. Not the podcast, but like,
1: we've, we've been watching
0: know. these types of movies for a long time. And it, it's true. It still feels like modern to me, like a mm-hmm. recent development, like, not not like, oh, this has been going on since the early 2000s. Yeah, know?
1: I feel like this is getting old,
0: you know? Right.
1: <sighs> Things are blurring together, but... Um, of course, that's sparking the whole internet being like, Where's the World War Hulk movie? Because it's all anyone wants, you know? Right. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is was asked about it on the She Hulk red carpet. He said he's down. He said, I want to make the World War Hulk movie, of course, you know? Like, yeah,
0: I mean, wasn't gonna say no. No, that's stupid. Paycheck. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you dorks, but
1: I don't know. Uh, it's I mean, okay, it look. feels a little, it feels a little Black Widow where it's like now it's a little too late you know even though hers was more egregious because she was dead but like it's
0: like i I completely agree i think we uh, the ship has sailed on the solo hulk film unless it's she hulk like uh i don't i don't need it i agree unless it's world war hulk which i i think you could you could do as like a like a larger end game esque or like a civil war type movie while it is a cat movie it is ultimately a much bigger film I think World War Hulk would be the only way to do that, or something in along that line, because I really Hulk's run his course to me. Uh,
1: yeah, he seems to have like settled into just being dad, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there's a way to make it interesting still and fresh, like if you fold in She Hulk and Scar, like his son, you know, and maybe Red Hulk, and just do the Power Rangers but Hulk colors, you know. Um, That'd be interesting. I guess yeah. so I don't know. As w- long as it's not like a solo Mark Ruffalo movie, that would be a little, little, little stale to me.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be into that. I had to, I had to quickly mute. My eagle-eyed, eagle-eared uh, listeners will notice. I had to quickly mute my microphone because my automatic cat feeder went off and it's very loud. <laughs> and it's that, me uh, doing. Yes, yeah, me. Yeah, right. Me doing a stupid voice to call my cats to come eat. <laughs> um, I need to change that time on Tuesdays um anyway yeah i don't know i think the solo hulk, like you were saying i think the solo hulk movie is just kind of man i
1: think it's inevitable
0: though i mean is it if
1: they can do it they're gonna do it i think i guess so like you if know? you get
0: the rights do it yeah
1: and... but it's just a matter of when if they're if if disney is able to they will
0: hopefully one it one be... few... yeah
1: like flagship characters who hasn't gotten a movie, but know? hopefully
0: it won't be for a while. And then it can be like a, a tandem movie and then like a passing of the torch situation where you know, She Hulk is. Do you
1: think that'll be the She Hulk show to some extent or no? Because
0: I, you I don't we know, we know
1: he's in it, but I feel like he's only going to be in a couple episodes. He's going to and... be in that
0: first episode and then be like a phone call or something,
1: yeah, or maybe he'll come back at the end or it's something. We're like going to FaceTime, he's think. not a main character,
0: but no, definitely not.
1: I'm hoping we get. I'm hoping we don't have to wait that long, and we get some of that in. She Hulk.
0: I'm so excited,
1: Michael. It's two days away.
0: Um, I I know, like, so we're we're recording this on Tuesday for uh, Wednesday release, and it's so exciting that I'm actually off on the day when it comes out, and not, you know, working.
1: The first uh, critic reactions came out, Uh um, and they're allowed to do not like. It's like a social media embargo, so they're allowed to give their reactions, but not a full review. And um, it's been overwhelmingly positive, but a lot of the ones uh, from the people I follow are—it's—it's—it's ma- it's, it's promising to me because they're saying it's going to be really divisive and uh,
0: it hey, will awesome. not be received well by
1: some Marvel fans. You know? Okay, I like that. I don't know, Michael. Like, I know you're not on like Marvel Talk or like.
0: I, I okay. Look, I'm trying to be, but like they all i get are funny animals and people falling down i mean me
1: too yeah okay but you're gonna have to take my word for it it's getting toxic like it's becoming star wars you know like, oh no I, like i said marvel fans used to be like everything was yeah we were you the could cool play ones. them with everything you know like no one was ever really mad at stuff and maybe that's because they were all good straight white male oh lead Movies, yeah, actually, with yeah, that's true. female character, So maybe that's why it was so what, not, quote, not toxic. What female uh-huh. characters,
0: Black Widow, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so maybe that no, was y- you know, you're not, you're not, that's a very astute observation, Dylan. It's, uh, I think, as I mean, what happened with Star Wars, right? Like, everybody liked everything up until we started <laughs> having yeah. main characters that are female, and Leia doesn't count. Leia is. Uh, I don't know. Leia is yeah. not Leia's not a, a developed character, and I will. I, obviously there's a big asterisk in the films,
1: right? Yeah, um, that's where everything. starts. In, in
0: the thing. original films, when I'm talking mm-hmm. about Star Wars, I'm talking about the stuff that everybody has seen, not the, uh, you know, the books or the comics or the video games. And of course, Princess Leia is very well developed in the novels, and is a very interesting character. And there's lots of depth there. However. You can't go off of that um, when we're talking mm-hmm. about the movies, because n- what percentage of people read the books that also watch the movies? So, I agree, very small. So I think I, mean, I think that's a very good analogy. Is that like Star Wars wasn't always the toxic fandom, right? Like, well, maybe it was because like when Phantom Menace came out, like the adult fans were boycotting it, and there's that whole documentary about like the people going to George Lucas's house for ruining their childhood, and yeah. I don't know. I'm not
1: sure about what Star Wars used to be, but like what I'm what I was saying was that like Marvel is becoming what Star Wars is now. I feel like and like I I completely agree with you. It's a bigger conversation because I think as they branch out and things aren't for everyone, if that makes sense, like aren't made for everyone, then you're just like mincing up your audience a little bit. Um might not be the best business decision, but I, I personally am happy about it. You know,
0: I, I mean, and and I to take what you're saying, making stuff not for everyone, quote unquote, is they are making stuff for everyone. You know, like it, it's just that like the people who are consuming, okay, the people who are complaining about the type of, about this type of content, like Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel or probably we complain about She Hulk, whatever. Those are the people that have stuff made for them all the time, or made about them, and then they haven't had to watch things and grow an empathy gland. Right. Like, yeah, you know, like I don't recognize that this person doesn't look like me. I can't relate at all. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, well, the people who relate to Ms. Marvel directly have had to do that their entire life, <laughs> you know, watching movies not made but with people about them, you know? Yeah.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say.
0: Exactly. Like, um, Anyway,
1: because yeah, I think it's not like a malicious thing necessarily. No, I don't either. It's just like a.
0: I mean, um, with some people, it is.
1: Some people, yeah. If you're like calling for it to be canceled, then that's a different thing. But if you're like, hey, that wasn't for me, and maybe you're not sure why, it could just be. You're like you said, you're used to being like represented and not having to stretch at all, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. And it's not like necessarily your fault. But no, not at all. It is your but fault, if you, though, if you recognize that and then don't try to grow from it, right? Like, yeah. If you and see the, the only growth potential. Other way
1: to, the only way to overcome that is by watching things that maybe you wouldn't naturally be inclined to watch and hanging out with people right. that don't look like you. And, you know, absolutely.
0: Like that. Absolutely. I know that's
1: a tall order, but like, I don't know. If you're I, like, I don't want to see everything everywhere all at once. It's like a Asian female led movie. Like, maybe. Be like, I'll give it a shot. You know, people right. say
0: it's good. I mean, it's the best movie of the year. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear well, anything to the contrary. Well, <laughs> <I, I'm>, unless <laughs> we're talking about bodies, 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 of course. Yeah, of
1: course, it's got some stiff competition now. But okay, enough about Hulk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'll get on to my next one. So we're moving on to Sony Marvel now. Uh, I know you're hyped for Madame Web, as hyped for Sea Hulk, if not more.
0: Oh, uh, more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I um, literally so- cannot wait. Literally, you won't. I have um, a countdown so got, clock on my home screen.
1: Well, I'll help you some. Don't worry. Here we go. So we got some character breakdowns. Mm. Someone says they have revealed all the characters here.
0: <laughs> some, someone. Is it Murphy's Multiverse? Listen, I
1: don't know. Is it a okay. well-known scooper? Yes. Uh. Sure. No, it seems pretty legit. Um, okay. I try not to read them if it's something that I don't think is probably true. You know? So Sure. Um. I'm going to run through the characters and I'm just going to tell you who everyone's playing. Okay. We haven't known it. up until now. Dakota Johnson is Cassandra Webb, AKA Madam Webb. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of knew that, but ahead. people thought maybe she was playing Julia Carpenter, who is the second yeah. Madam Webb because she looks, you know, more yeah. like Julia Carpenter than an, an old, old lady. An old yeah. lady, yeah. <laughs> um, They'll probably just make her young, like. Sure. sony fy her, you know.
0: Adrian. Um. Do no. The suspiria, Ooh, that'd
1: be cool. Um, yeah. so she played Madame Webb, Sydney Sweeney. She's uh from Euphoria. Uh, I don't know what you, White Lotus. Did you watch that? that?
0: No, that name sounds really familiar though.
1: She's an actress. Well, um, well, thank she's, you. <laughs> she's gonna play Julia Carpenter, not Dakota okay. Johnson, which is uh, she's a Spider Woman sometimes. She became the second Madame Webb. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. She's blonde. blonde. She's the blonde spider woman. Y'all have seen her.
0: Right. Yes, of course.
1: Then you, then you got Celeste O'Connor. She's playing Maddie Franklin, which I'm not too familiar with her, but she's also a spider lady. Um, she was in Ghostbusters Afterlife. And um, I have no idea how she's going to play into this movie, but it says that in the comics, she got her abilities from a mystic ceremony known as the Gathering of the Five. Oh, um, Lord. And okay. then it was later revealed that her powers were essentially stolen from other spider women. It's okay. Interesting. I don't know.
0: Interesting. Okay. I,
1: I'm certain none of that will be explored. I don't have time for that. Um, no. And got, I
0: mean, this movie sounds jam-packed. Go on.
1: We got Isabella Merced. She played. Most people know her as Dora from the Dora <laughs> and the Lost City of Gold movie, which apparently she was really good. Apparently, the movie was decent. Really. Despite the trailers being awful, and apparently she was pretty good in it too, but she's oh. playing uh, Anya Corazon, aka uh, Aranya or Spider Girl, sometimes. Um. And she's also got her powers in like the mythological spider web root thing, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but she's another spider girl. So it seems like they're doing like spider, spider women? women. Remember oh, that spider, comic?
0: Yes, I do, spider women.
1: Except not Spider-Gwen, which is what everyone would want, I think. Or um Jessica Drew. So not right. the two not the two main not, spider women, the but the other want, Spider Women. But everybody else. <laughs> but these are the ones we're getting okay? Or Cindy Moon. Yeah, not not Silk either.
0: What an interesting what what a hmm. I still
1: think Feige has him in a chokehold and is it's like reserving hot touch characters. those good characters. Yeah. You could
0: you can have these dinky ones.
1: I mean, I think it's just like less lesser known. I don't know. We'll right. see. Like Adam's okay, these are these are some interesting additions. So we know this movie takes place in the nineties. Yeah. Um, and we saw uh, Adam Scott on set too. He's apparently playing Uncle Ben, ben Okay. Parker. A young Uncle Ben. Mm, So he's going to live. No, this is before he's old, Uncle Ben. Um, Isn't that exciting?
0: Oh, how? That's really what I want out of a picture. So young Uncle Ben.
1: Yeah. So it's Uncle Ben in the movie. And then Emma Roberts is also in it. And she's playing a pregnant uh, Mary Parker, Peter's mom. Okay. Um, so she's pregnant with peter at the time so it looks like this plot is maybe something's trying to kill peter parker or okay. mary parker and the spider women are defending mary or something okay maybe madam webb senses that there's like some time travel stuff and sends the, the this spider women really back in time to, yeah it sounds like a lot to like they're biting off more than they could chew maybe you know? what sony
0: never they never do that the, i mean surely surely they would never get too big for their britches
1: i like try this to make more a, because
0: it's in there's a six slate
1: i like this plot more than like morbius and venom because it's like a bigger swing you know like i'd much rather look at something like potentially crazy like this than right venom and you like, know what i oh, agree two two goos fighting you know like <laughs> i don't know oh, but
0: now there's two of them slime yeah.
1: on slime yeah but yeah. let just be good, Michael. You
0: never know. I'm not. I mean, I'm not
1: about to. I'm not about it, to enter that camp
0: yet. It could happen, but I'm not. I'm not anywhere prepared for it, too. So
1: it would be a fluke
0: if it was. Absolutely. You know.
1: Um. Okay. And then the last thing we got is a little little uh Disney Plus news. Uh, okay. I, I come bearing bad news, unfortunately, Michael. Oh. They're raising their prices. Mm. Um. So uh, there was actually news recently that they with their package have exceeded the number of subscribers that Netflix has. Um, and that means wow. it means Disney plus Hulu and ESPN, which is their Disney package has 221 million, yeah. 221 million, 221 million subs, And Netflix has 220.7. So slightly. Oh, more. wow. But it is a little cheating a little bit because they're
0: three, so, three services,
1: but it is the same company. So I get it, you know, but, um, Disney Plus has been $7.99 a month for a long time.
0: Yeah, no, there's and no way they're keeping that up.
1: There's a bunch of numbers here about what they're raising, but essentially that's going up to ten ninety nine a month, a 38% Ooh. increase, and uh, $109.99 annually. Okay. Um, and then everything else is basically also going up, you know, the three-pack, the two-pack, you know. like It's, all, like that. it's like, all
0: raising, yeah.
1: Luckily, when they announced Disney Plus, I bought the three-year bundle.
0: Um, oh, that's right. I
1: got like mine is like three dollars and something cents a month. So I'm grandfathered in, in for a little bit, but I'm gonna have a big increase at some point because right. I feel like it's been a couple years already, right? Like I don't have that much long, longer. It started. Left it, than it started during COVID, plan.
0: and COVID during was like six years ago, right? Yeah, yeah just so, 28 years ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, RAP. Yeah. I mean, they are. The seven ninety nine was when they had like one show, so I kind of get it. You know, right. there's a lot more. To there's see a lot now. more now,
0: right? Because we used to complain about the lack of content on Disney Plus,
1: but also it was like by far the cheapest service. So it right. was like six ninety nine versus Netflix is like twenty something dollars a month. So you, we knew this was coming. Basically, yeah. I'm not saying you can't complain about it, but like can't be surprised. Absolutely, that Disney is asking for money.
0: Right? I mean, it was, it was all going to happen sometime, sooner or later. But um, all okay. let's, let's hear about the live sale.
1: I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles variants and more every week at super affordable prices even if you've already spent all your money on fortnite skins like me you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with kevin austin and me for all the details not covered here or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything i just said head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details
0: hashtag ad. and we are back and before we go further dylan i think you have some hot uh late breaking news or <laughs> uh, yeah event announcement
1: um we are doing another bedrock city mini con vendor fair event another thingy one. yeah i know you're like oh it's so soon you just did one because we did it in may mm-hmm. but it was a big success and we wanted to do we want to do it annually but it was way too hot in may you no know way October so we wanted to move it yeah or we're moving we're doing it in late October, October 22nd, because it's much cooler. I think it's a better time nice. of year to do it. That's um, the way to so do it. It was either wait like a year and a half to do it next October or do one a few months later in this October. So we're doing it. It's going to be fun, though. We're getting a that's, bunch of that's cool exciting. vendors. 30 vendors, food trucks, stuff like that. Nice. Artists, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I saw so, the
0: pictures of the last one, and it looks really good. It was really fun.
1: So save the date. Michael yes. and I will both be at this one.
0: Um. I already have an event planned on the twenty second. No, you don't. I I do. For what? From um, twelve to six? Uh, no, from ten from ten to ten. It's a. a ho- <laughs> I Are you working that day? Yeah, it's it's an event at the store. It's a all day RPG marathon with all horror games. Stay tuned for bigger announcements. So if you're if you don't want to, you know, you can come see me in the morning and then go see Dylan later.
1: Or you could set up your tables at the con and. I mean, what's up?
0: Do your all day RPG set. <clears throat> I'll do. I mean. Why not? That's all I'm, I'm I'm Sorry. up for it. But um, okay, that's exciting. I can't I can't wait to see the pictures of it. Um, <laughs> um, or may or maybe I move my event to the week before and then I can go to go to the con. So uh, that sounds exciting. But let's do our picks of the week first. Um, I'm gonna go first. My pick of the week is the new Dungeons and Dragons Spelljammer book uh, or box set that comes out uh, uh, today. Actually, as of, as of this recording on Tuesday. Um, it is D&D in space and it's awesome. It is an old eighties D&D setting that they've finally updated to fifth edition and it's really weird and I love it. So all locations should have it. Make sure you come pick it up if you're a D&D player for sure. Cool.
1: My yeah. pick is Batman one bad day, the Riddler number one Batman one Bad day is a series of one shots coming out over the next couple of months with, each highlighting a different batman villain but with like top tier artists and writers right this one is focused on the riddler and it's written by tom king with art by mitch garrods so you know it's good right i'm not a big riddler fan but i'm excited to read it i like the i like a little solo
0: story i've heard that these are these are supposed to be pretty good
1: yeah so Hmm. that's my pick they're and they're oversized it's an eight dollar oversized nice square bound book
0: square bound okay exciting all right well so let's get into my news um i don't have too much this week uh it's all pretty quick so dylan aew does these so they have four pay-per-views a year they're four big shows a year but they also do so that every wednesday they have their dynamite show They're that's their weekly wrestling show they have uh but sometimes they'll do like themed uh or named dynamites like like this one's Road Rager, and it's going to be like a better show, or like a it's going to be more jam packed. Or last week they did Quake by the Lake, and it was in Min, you know, somewhere by a lake. I don't know, some city. Okay. Um, and sometimes they've done cross promotional events, um, with with other properties because they're owned by Warner. So they did they did like a a kaiju one, which was supposed to promote Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. And so they would have like the the dinosaur wrestler versus the wrestler who uses a bear name, you know, whatever. Like stuff like yeah. that. But this coming Wednesday is AEW House of the Dragon live oh boy on Wednesday. Now they they there is a wrestler named Brian Danielson who goes by the name of The American Dragon. So that is interesting. Um however, we are getting a big rumor that Kenny Omega is going to be coming back from his multi-month long injury since uh, this past November. Y'all love so, your rumors. We do. We do, man. We do. So yeah, Kenny Omega's been out since November, um, and they're they are introducing a new trios tag team championships, which is three person tag teams. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, uh, and the Young Bucks, former friends of Kenny Omega, have a mystery partner, and so far we don't know who we don't know who's going to be. We don't know who's going to be. The rumors hmm. are strongly. Rumored to be Kenny Omega, which would be very, very exciting. So if you haven't watched in a while, make sure you tune in to watch AEW this week, especially because I want to see if they actually do anything Game of Thrones related because they've also done. Oh, yeah. They, they have run events called Winter is Coming. They've run two of those.
1: Sounds um, very unlicensed.
0: Uh, that, Winter is Coming was definitely unlicensed. House of the Dragon is officially sponsored by Game of Thrones or by okay. the show. Um. Yes. So we don't know the full card yet, but we will see. So stay tuned for that. Um, We have, let's see, Dylan. We have, we have some horror, horror announcements. I know, I know you were, you were waiting for this. Uh For For what? The the new Saw film has been announced Uh, already. Saw 10, Dylan. We just did this. Saw 10. It's going to come out October 27th, 2023. Uh, directed directed by returning director kevin uh grudert who did saw six and the final chapter uh
1: i don't i don't know about this oh he also
0: edited saw one through five and jigsaw Uh uh-huh um he's never directed another horror film um well, okay, he okay. he did some like independent ones that nobody saw called Jezebel and Jackals*. Um, we don't know anything about this other than what they say here. The producers, Mark Berg, says we've been listening to what the fans have been asking for and are hard at work planning <laughs> a movie that saw aficionados and horror fans alike will love. Um, mm-hmm. More details to be revealed soon. I feel like they're spiraling. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Dylan. you're here no i don't can you explain it no it's too highbrow. sorry okay um who cares
1: like as long as i get the little puppet guy back That's all B- the people want, right
0: yeah that's what they mean by we've been listening to the fans right yeah spiral it was really like... bad y'all if you didn't if you go go back and listen to our spiral review because we were actually really looking forward to spiral too right yeah because chris rock really put that movie over like it was going to be this Return to blah 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 whatever. The movie sucked. Movie was real bad. Um, I don't know, dude. Like I, I don't know anybody that is excited about Saw or cares about this. The movie has not been. The franchise has not been good since two. Well, anything can go back, Michael. That didn't. You know, doesn't the
1: Orphan Two release this week? Like Orphan? Yeah. Yes, it does. First kill or whatever. First kill. God. Wow. Every horror franchise can, it's so
0: they're so cheap they can just live on that's, forever. That's true. That's true. Um, so there's that. Um, <laughs> we'll just we'll keep you posted on all the Saw 10 news or Saw X. I'm sure. Ugh. Socks. S A W X. I hate it. Um, we have some casting news for the Electric State, the new uh, Russo brothers film at Netflix. The Electric State we've talked about previously. It's a book by Simon Stallenhog, who did uh Tales from the Loop and that that series of visual novels or it's hard to I don't, they're really hard to describe because they are novel length but they are all fully Picture illustrated. Books. Yeah, they have very <laughs> very pretty pictures uh inside. And then there was that uh, Amazon Prime show based off of it. But anyway, The Electric State is a uh, their book that is set in North America as opposed to Sweden. Um, but anyway, so we have Michelle Yeoh, Stanley Tucci, Jason Alexander, uh, Brian Cox, and Jenny Slate have all been announced to be starring in this. And that is very exciting, especially the Michelle Yeoh announcement. And uh, I'm very excited to see her in this property because I really, really love these series of books. Um, this is, production isn't starting until the fall. So I don't know when we're going to see this thing, but, um, it's a great I guess, yeah, I'm definitely okay with that for sure. Um, it's Netflix, so they're gonna have money and it'll be promoted, unlike Tales from the Loop. So, um, well, Tales from the Loop was promoted by they put that tape on your Amazon box, you know, that says uh, Tales from the Loop on it. Mm-hmm. That's how they promote all the shows, is they put tape on their Prime boxes. That and always they, works. That's how I choose most movies, actually. So, wh- what? Ta- for oh, yeah, you know what? I saw some tape earlier. <laughs> um, anyway, my last bit of news here we got a teaser. Um, I believe we talked about this not that long ago. Uh, the new Netflix uh, show from Guillermo del Toro called Cabinet of Curiosities. We got a, it's not a trailer per se. It's more of a first look video. It's like a minute and minute and a half or something. And it's del Toro talking uh, and narrating over some clips of the of the show. And what we've learned is that the show is going to be sort of like um, anthologies. So each episode is its own little story, sort of like Masters of Horror, if you remember that show from Showtime. Um, Del Toro describes it as beautiful and horrible at exactly the same time. And so, Del Toro, I, yeah, right, exactly. But I think the trailer was super strong. It was. I'm very excited. It looked awesome. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get a bunch of. I don't. I don't have the episode titles in front of me. Um, but I know they're out there. I know one of them is Dreams at the Witch House, which is a uh, Cthulhu or Lovecraft story, which I'm excited Mm. about. But there's um, there's a bunch of go look at that trailer. It looks really cool. There was one directed by Catherine
1: Hardwick which I thought was interesting. She did the first Twilight movie. Yeah, like is this going to be a redemption? You know, that's true. Because I feel like people unfairly credited her for that movie being awful you know and I'm seriously right. played a part in that but there were a lot of things that led to twilight being bad so, so that'd be a right. that'd be a
0: cool narrative so what's neat about this too is that they are so it's debuting on October 25th and then every day they're doing two episodes uh through October 28th um mm, i don't so, like that sort of uh, i like it kind of like as that halloween vibe and it's too know. close though like
1: i'd rather have the whole month you know? Sure. Because uh, then after Halloween it's not relevant anymore. I'd rather than give them a little bit more breathing room. But it's a cool it's a cool gimmick and it'll I work. I it. I'll watch them.
0: Right. Um so the episode we, we do have the episode titles. It's not worth mentioning because they don't tell you much. Um other than <laughs> I do know dreams at the witch house is uh adapted from a Lovecraft novel. Everything else is uh I'm scanning for names that I know. I don't see anybody. Um uh, one of them, a couple of them, were written by Del Toro uh, himself. So that's very. good cool. launch a career though. You never know. Definitely, you know? there's a lot of people that I don't recognize uh, that are directing these things, um, and several are directed by women, which is cool. Or I say several, uh, three out of the eight. Okay. Which I mean, I'll take it. There's not enough women representation in uh in horror. So true. Super cool. Uh, very much looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll talk about it when it gets closer to release. But let's hear about all these tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7 p.m. till around 9 KeyForge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and signups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are gonna talk about bodies, 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 the new horror comedy thriller mystery from a twenty four. spoilers, full spoilers uh, for bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, and we kind of have to do the spoilers, I think, because, like, my opinions hinge strongly on spoilers, I think, okay. okay. um, so there's that. Uh, so you have been fully warned. There is stuff that can be ruined for you in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So Definitely. if you don't want it ruined for you, turn back now. That's that's it. That's the warning. Because there's right?
1: a whodunit. So I feel like it hinges on the mystery a bit, you know?
0: Right. Okay, we will be talking about whodunit. We're,
1: we're talking about, okay, got it. Cool.
0: We will mention whodunit. So <laughs> okay. be careful. All right. Anyway, there we go. Spoiler warning out of the way. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, we saw this as a group, um, mm-hmm. on Thursday this past week. Yeah, and at the partially renovated Regal uh Partially, yeah. It's it's really nice. Um, it's getting really nice. I like all the, the auditorium.
1: And... The movie theater itself is still well, in shambles.
0: Well, fair enough. Yeah, but th- that that half that wing is really nice. You know. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. I think we were all, both pretty hyped up for this, right? Yeah, I was very excited. Me too. Um, I got in for free with my um, AAA Twenty Four membership. Nice. Yeah. So finally, uh, Dylan, it's paying dividends, shall we say? Um, <laughs> but anyway, so what is the story of this? It's it's some friends who get together at some one of the rich friends' house to do uh, to have a, a party during a hurricane. And this is apparently yeah. a tradition. They get together and they do a hurricane party, and they play a game called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Well, they they, they do a lot of uh, which drugs. is werewolf, yeah, which is werewolf mafia. Mafia, or... mafia, you're right.
1: Yeah, it's that. Yeah,
0: yeah. They play Bodies, 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 which is that. Uh, but also Among Us, because like there's a physical yes. element of like l- there's a LARP element involved where like they walk around the house and then mm-hmm. I touch you on the back to kill you, and then you have to play dead, and then someone if someone finds you. It goes bodies, 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 and then the play stops and they have to vote on who the killer is, right? Yep. So that's that's the premise of the movie. Um what we get also is a like a pretty big send up of like a uh Gen 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 Z culture. Mm-hmm. Um, not millennial culture, Gen Z culture, right? Like they're like old millennials. You know are they Lee Pace is in the movie, like because millennials are like, my I mean, sorry, age.
1: old old Gen Z, old I Gen thought. Z, right? Yeah, Pete yeah. Davidson is not a not a Gen Z; he's a millennial. But
0: right, well, sure, but I he's think, playing a
1: Gen Z. Yeah, I think the actor they're playing twenty somethings basically, right? So they're not like it's not like a teen Gen Z thing; it's like a grown up, a little bit right. more. Little, little and older. this is
0: R rated, we should say for sure. Yeah, um, for... and yeah, it's, it's so when I say send up with that, I mean they're saying all the. They're saying words like, you know, oh, I'm so triggered. You're silencing me. Why are you gaslighting me? You know, mm-hmm. they're using things that you would hear some someone in that age group say a lot. Maybe someone online, right. yeah, someone online say. Um, so we were both pretty hyped by this movie. Um, what do we talk about first? Let's talk about the cast. So I think everybody was great in this movie. I liked everybody. I they thought, were all really good. The performances were fantastic. Um, I don't know a lot of the people in the movie other than Lee Pace and Pete Davidson. Okay. Um, what's her name? The really annoying dark haired girl who She
1: was my favorite.
0: Oh, yeah, who sided with everybody whenever they were talking. Yeah. She was the Ra- best.
1: Rachel C Nott, She played Alice. Um, she was wonderful. She was my standout. She was in a movie that uh Oh, she was listeners. in Sheba Baby. Yeah, he I recommended that baby. to me. He recommended that to me, and I watched it. Uh, kind of recently, actually. Um, she Have a Baby, I should say. Yeah, yeah, and she ended up being my favorite, as expected. She's also really great online. He told me to follow her, and and I did. And she's she's really funny. I think she does stand up comedy too, so that's not sense. surprising. But um,
0: uh, I think the other actor released a copy of uh, She Have a Baby. It's a very good release. If anybody wants to own a physical copy of that movie, it's very good.
1: Anyway, I'm sorry. It's also on HBO Max in case you want to watch it. Gross. <laughs> for not extra. Um. Yes. But yeah, she was my standout, and I thought uh, absolutely Maria Bakalova from. She, I think she's only been in Borat too. Really. Which she was nominated for a bunch of awards for. So really, I never saw it, so I don't really get the hype. But I did think she was pretty compelling in this, and I think she's in she was uh, really the good. next. She's in the, in the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie too. So. Um, really she's like a big up and cover but yeah I thought they were all like there were no weak weak links I thought you know
0: right I agree Um, I think everybody was very strong in this movie Um, I don't recognize like I said I don't recognize a lot of the other names Amanda Stenberg uh, Mahala Harold Chase Sue Wonders Connor O'Malley I don't know these people I'm sorry <laughs> but anyway <laughs> so um the performances were great i think i i think the I, honestly the aesthetic was very nice i liked there's a lot to like about this movie um in the beginning i i think the character the tension is good like but like i w- the tension meaning like between the characters not like is anybody going to die or not i never cared really whether or not a character died i was more I was more stressed out about like them arguing and hating each other and that I was... mean
1: they weren't very likable, let's say that. No, none of them were. But like you said this is a satire. Um, you know, it's a comedy who done it satire. I feel like it was marketed as a slasher a little bit and yeah. it's definitely not that. But that tracks cuz A24 mismarkets every horror movie they that really they do. do. Like the Green Knight, Midsummer, everything, you know, it's like, I don't know why they are obsessed with that, but um, this is more like, I don't know, Gen Z Clue or something like that. It, you it know? is
0: it is a lot like Gen Z Clue. I completely um, agree.
1: I know we like diverge a little bit on our enjoyment of it, um, mm-hmm. but that was my biggest problem was that I was expecting something else. But once I got over that, I, I definitely super enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I think I, I I did enjoy it for the most part, uh, up until uh, Honestly, I the, the 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 reveal really killed it for the me. last just, couple
1: minutes of the movie.
0: Yeah, I just I really hated it. I really hated the the who. I liked reveal.
1: it. I liked the reveal. I hated it. It uh, was a little on the nose for like a like a theme or a message, you know? Right. Um I mean I'm telling it like for our listeners, the theme of the movie is like, if we keep, I think if, I think it's like if we continue down this path of like treating each other this way and talking to each other the way, you know, white privileged, certain type of online, overly right. like chronically online people speak to right. each other, then we like are killing ourselves, you know, we're only hurting ourselves. Um, and that's like a cyclical, damaging, you know, system. So I, I definitely got that, and I thought that the reveal kind of was a little on the nose with that, like in terms of like eating our own tail. But right, I I thought it was funny. I liked it. Oh,
0: I mean, it was funny. But I I said this to Dylan: the the further I get away from this movie, the less I like it. Um, the more I think about it, it's like oh, I don't. I don't think I'll ever watch it again, you know. Um I don't think I will either, but I if someone asked me to, I wouldn't be mad about it. I true. Um, so, uh, we'll talk about it. For those that don't care about spoilers, I guess. Is there anything we talk about before we talk about the ending of the movie? Um um the kills were pretty good or or the 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 effects were pretty good, I should say. I think I think the effects were yeah, I think the effects are pretty good. Um yeah,
1: the, I liked the way people died because we just kept finding bodies, you know. And right. um, I liked how, I mean, it's classic like a who done it thing, but I liked how when the when the movie starts, you don't know how, like the inner workings of any of the relationships, and we just start discovering it as it goes. Right. You don't want to credit this movie with that because it's been done a million times. But I appreciated it, you know, because it, it did I it think, well. I think a lazier plot would have been like, oh hi Jessica, like. I know we haven't been in school together lately. So, you know, like that kind right. of thing and to establish them all in the beginning. As you know, Bob style dialogue, mm-hmm. which is the but worst it, kind of dialogue. Yeah, but there was no handholding
0: in that sense. They really just let us discover it as it went, which I really liked. And there's we were discovering stuff up until like the, the final moment. Yeah, right? <laughs> which, you know, I, I did. I do appreciate the character characters were what made the movie for sure yeah that's all it was Um, because
1: it was just in a house and i had one reservation going in and that like the trailer made it seem like it was a little too like roasty of gen z if that makes sense it did it did it did seem like it was you know like haha stupid gen z which seems very like um superficial you know but after watching it i was pleasantly surprised it felt like it wasn't mean-spirited like gen z sucks You know, it was very much like these were some of them were good people and, you know, there was a lot of miscommunication, but it was like more tactfully and told and like more nuanced than Gen Z sucks and they're destroying themselves. You know what I mean? Right. And also there was a non Gen Z character who was equally as inept as everyone else, you know? So like, (laughs) I don't know.
0: Lee Page is my favorite character in this movie. He He was was great. He was hilarious. Um... Oh, him with his light therapy mask. <laughs> oh, but that yeah. was my
1: favorite part of the movie. I thought, I thought the commentary was the the standout. The characters and the commentary, sure. Not so much the mystery or
0: the right, like ac- actual kills, because those were kind of boring, in my opinion. Right. Um, I agree. Um, so the big reveal is that uh, there, in <laughs> fact, what is no killer. We're 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 here at the end of the movie. We're all killing each other because we all are pointing fingers at everyone else because we don't trust anybody. Uh, and yeah, then, we're down
1: to two characters at this point. Right. When we find this out, because everyone has killed each other,
0: and then we find <laughs> Pete Davidson's character's phone, and you see he's filming a TikTok of him trying to do a stunt, and he accidentally kills himself.
1: Yeah, because this whole thing starts because they find Pete Davidson dead with a bloody knife right. or a sword, a bloody sword. And they were, you know, trying to figure out who did it. But then at the end, like Michael said, he just accidentally sliced his own neck open. Right. Trying to Go, open a, a champagne a bottle. Yeah, filming a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problems with that. I can't I, I totally understand why that's not satisfying.
0: I, I, um, I, I also get why it could be satisfying as, as a non-ending, right? But like, I don't know. I was just so annoyed. I
1: love it. I don't know. I, f- I see where you're coming from, though. And I was disappointed at first. I was like, really? But like, how else could you have ended it? I don't know. I
0: guess That's the I guess, whole
1: point. That's the point of the whole movie.
0: Yeah. Would it have been worse if it was like, oh, it was this character all along?
1: Yes. Yeah, probably. I think they didn't. They didn't plant the seeds for that.
0: No, now- they really didn't. I, I I really had no idea. It's like it really can't be any of these characters.
1: Right, I was trying to track where they were, and you know, none of it, none of it tracked. Who witnessed what, and like, one of the people at the end witnessed the, him die. You know, like, so it's like it's not her, and then I didn't think it was this one other character. So I was, I was guessing up until the end too. Right. So it does kind of feel like a cheat. Like, we're asked to like part of a whodunit is like you try and figure it out before they do, right? And like, it's it. I think maybe correct me if I'm wrong, you were mad about it because like they just cheated you. Like, well, you couldn't have figured it out because there's no killer, you know? Right. So it's like, it's like it's... a haha, stupid. You couldn't have gotten it anyway, you know?
0: Right. It's like, it's not um, fair. Right. I, right. That's exactly what I, what I was meaning. Um, Like a good example of something um, similar to that in a different movie a long time ago is uh, angels and demons, the sequel to uh, Da Vinci code. I, remember that movie vividly seeing it in the theaters and the first movie is all about puzzle solving right it's like they'll present you with a puzzle and some facts and the characters are working on it and then you're trying to you know figure out it along with them et cetera. Et cetera. angels and demons does the exact opposite it's like okay tom hanks finds this map he goes, oh okay this map should show me the location of i'm making stuff up of the of the magical chair of Alderon. oh it's right there okay cool so we find the chair and then whoever sits in the chair can oh you have to sit in the chair you know just like can you give Sounds me a like chance Nashville to like yes, yes. It's like, can you give me a chance to actually like <laughs> do your own gimmick, which is supposed to be like now normally, like I said, I don't like to speculate while I'm watching movies, but like that's the whole point of a movie like this. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like I'm it's actively right. But like in normal horror movies that aren't like like a whodunit, it, I'm not trying to figure it out as I'm watching it. Like I li- I like to let it let it happen. But uh, I would yeah.
1: say someone who handled that better. In terms of like a satirical who done it was like knives out, obviously, oh, where there was well. actually someone with a motive and it was surprising and it made sense and it was satisfying, you know. But this right. was like if knives out ended and it was like, oh, he you know, had a heart attack, you know, or like <laughs> right. something like that. It's like, oh well, like, you know, no.
0: he got hit by a bus.
1: <laughs> what? But I think when you when you zoom out and look at the scope and like the theme, I think it makes sense. But it, it's, it does uh, make it's unsatisfying. Sense. It does
0: make sense, but I'm annoyed by it. I get it, yeah. Um, so let's let's talk ratings. Um, when I walked out, well, so if you're unfamiliar, we uh, we rate on the Letterbox scale, uh, which is a one to five with half stars in between. So I guess technically it's half to five, but whatever. Um, when I walked out of the theater, I rated it a four, and then I moved it down to three five, and I'm waffling between three five and three but I think I'm going to stick with a three and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at with it. It's got an average of 3.7 on Letterboxed.
1: I consider dropping it down to 3.5, but I think I'm going to keep it at the four. Um, Like I said, it's not one I'd revisit and it's, it does feel very like mainstream or safe, like for an A24 movie, you know? Right. Um, But I still like, Super enjoyed it, so I'm gonna keep it at a four.
0: Well, we've moved on to neon, anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, who gave us parasite, <laughs> right? That's,
0: that's all. Saying. I'm, that's all. I'm just saying, saying. <laughs> just saying. Um, but anyway, um, I would still recommend you go see it. Like I had, I had fun watching the movie. Um, and honestly, the character tension is so great. I was just so secondhand stressed and embarrassed watching these characters just hate each other.
1: Do you think it'd be more enjoyable knowing the twist?
0: Ooh. No, I don't think so either. I think it's, I mean, I don't like the twist, but I think knowing it makes it even worse. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: I think I think I don't
1: know. I think it could be a fun rewatch knowing it though. Like,
0: you notice stuff maybe, or yeah, and you're just along for (laughs) the character interaction. It's
1: like a domino effect, you know, and seeing how each thing leads to the next might be be more interesting this way.
0: I bet you there's a lot of subtlety that would have telegraphed that there was no killer you know like that we obviously missed because we were trying to figure out who done it mm-hmm. but i guess uh if we ever do a rewatch we'll we'll let you know okay but um i think uh, i think it's gonna do it for us this week thank you all so much for downloading us we really appreciate all the support bye everyone this is dylan and i'm michael we'll see you next time Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials, or BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.